What's up, everybody? AJ here with another podcast. I know it's been quite a while. Probably lost a lot of listeners and we didn't have many to begin with. But I'm here because I'm catching up on some movies I haven't watched lately. Um, There's been quite a few, I feel like, that went under the radar for good reason. This will be one of them. Uh, This movie is Fantasy Island. Oh, sorry. It's Blumhouse's Fantasy Island or however they want to present it. If you don't know Blumhouse Pictures, they do a lot of crappy horror movies, and that's what Fantasy Island is. Pretty crappy, and not really a horror movie either. And it's not either, It's not a comedy either, it's just... It's a mess. Which I'm sure many people would guess. I think it's got like 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, not very good on Metacritic. So let's let's talk about it. And you know what? I'm going to say spoiler warning in case you do feel like watching this movie, but you shouldn't. But if you don't want to be spoiled for some reason, then fair warning right here. I'm just going to start talking about spoilers. So this movie is stupid. And I know that that is something that we should expect from this, but I was still surprised at how stupid it was. And that's not to say that there wasn't a little bit of intrigue at the very beginning, I feel like they started off with a couple of ideas and then it quickly spiraled out of control and they had no idea what they were doing anymore. And to be honest, even by the end of it, I was a little confused about what happened. Not because it's overly complicated or too smart or anything. It's just mind-numbingly dumb. So anyway, the premise of this movie is that these five... Six people, six people get taken to this place called Fantasy Island. Um, they won a contest or something. I think that's the premise of how they all got there. Um, you got the the two half brothers. One's a white guy and one's an Asian guy. The Asian is, I forgot his name. Uh, he's a comedy. Uh, Jimmy Yang, that's right. Uh, he was the, the douche nozzle from... Crazy Rich Asians, the one who threw the stag party for um, the main dude, or his best friend. Uh, so he's the Asian brother to this white jock-looking guy. Uh, then you got Mackie Q, who I actually really like. Um, she's pretty cool. Uh, and a couple of no-namers who honestly doesn't really matter. And then you got Michael Pena, who is the the... What do you call him? Not the leader, but... Call him the president of Fantasy Island. He's the one who runs the show. And so anyway, they win a competition of some kind, I guess. And then they get brought to Fantasy Island to have their fantasies come true. And there's a couple of rules that are stated at the beginning from Michael Pena. He says, you know, once the fantasy starts, you have to see it through to its natural conclusion. Like, okay, so pretty obvious that their fantasies are not going to come or not going to play out the way they expect. So let's see how this is going to go. The first bit spends a little bit of time building characters and their backstories. And I got to say, I wasn't in love with any of it, but I didn't hate it. Like for the first 30 minutes or so, I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. There's this unsettling nature to it where, you know, they'd hear, there's this water droplet that everybody hears every now and then. It's got this eerie tone to it, and some people see some things, and then, you know, it's, oh, they wake up, and it was just a dream. Oh, but was it? And 
yeah, like it was a little predictable and it's not really scary or anything, but at least it has this aura of mystery and you kind of want to see what happens. Boy, was I wrong. And you don't really want to see what happens. And it's really just because they, they fall into this cycle of, we don't know what we're doing. There's going to be no consistency and the island's just going to be able to do whatever it needs to do because the plot demands it. And then it falls into this other category of, I, I, I'd take now you see me, which I know was kind of popular because it was flashy and kind of cool and hip. But if you really boil down now you see me, it's just fake. Like there's nothing in it that was clever. It was just, oh, the, how are they fooling us? They're not actually fooling you. It's just magic. Whereas if you look at the prestige, you go back and watch the movie and you see all these things that totally faked you out where it was in plain sight. You totally could see it, but you still missed it. Yeah, none of that would happen in Now You See Me. It was all just magic. And then in in, in here in Fantasy Island, here, here's the big spoiler. One of the main girls, played by Lucy Hale, who's she's a terrible actress and she's from Truth or Dare, which is the same guy who directed this. I, I watched that, by the way, and it was terrible. So there's this trend with Blumhouse Pictures. But anyway, Lucy Hale plays the main girl, Melanie, who was bullied as a kid in high school. And her fantasy is to torture her her bullier um, named Sloan and her um, fantasy starts to play out where she gets to torture Sloan. And then she realizes that it's not a, it's not a hologram. It's not anything like that. It's actually Sloan. And then she starts to act like, you know, this isn't what's supposed to happen. She regrets doing this and she doesn't want it to happen. And she acts like, you know, innocent. Like she doesn't know what's going on. It turns out this is all her fantasy. Everybody's fantasies are all part of hers. Her entire fantasy was to not just get back at Sloan for bullying her. <laughs> you ready for this? It's to get back against the other five people that brought, that were brought to the island who let a guy that she went on a date with one time die in a fire that was a complete accident. I am not joking. So, a guy named Nick, she went on a date with one time, and then Maggie Q's character left the kettle on, which started a fire in their apartment building, um, where every other person lived, by the way. So the two brothers were roommates at this place, or roommates with Nick or something, uh, Maggie Q lived below him and was his room or one of their neighbors. The, uh, another character was a police officer who got to the scene and instead of running in to rescue him, he stayed and said, let's wait for the fire department. And then the roommates decided, you know, let's run from the fire. And so everybody was somehow involved with Nick's death. And so Lucy Hale is pissed and wants to get revenge on all of them. And so she brings Sloan to the island and the other five to play out this fantasy of torturing Sloan, but having it be an act for the camera so that only the audience sees her acting that way, which is one of this is what I was talking about, where it's not clever. There's nothing that you could look at and be like, oh, that's when she was duping us. That's when she was playing us for fools. No, it was just she was simply acting the part because the audience was watching and they were trying to fool the audience, not the characters in the movie. And that is stupid for many reasons. 
Another reason this is dumb is because, like, the whole premise, again, is that it's this guy she went on a date with one time. And sure, like, I'm not going to say that you can't fall in love with somebody in, in, a, in a day and hope for your life to play out with him and all that. But, like, at the beginning of the movie when she's unpacking uh, Lucy Hale's character, Mel- Melanie, when she's unpacking in her room, she, she the first thing she pulls out of her suitcase, and I guess this was, you know, the ultimate, not red herring, but this was telling us how the movie was going to play out. She pulls out a picture of her with Nick in a framed photograph and then puts that on her nightstand where it's like, yeah, I guess you could have figured it out from there. Cause who the hell brings a framed picture of anybody on a vacation, let alone somebody you met one time and went on a date. But that is the premise they're going with that. She was so in love with this person and could see their life happening out together that she brought a pic. She had a framed picture of this guy and her. I don't even know how she got it, but that's the premise. So by the end of it, it goes through all these twists and turns of like trying to trick you into thinking what's real and what's not. And then it turns out that it was Melanie who set it all up and it makes no sense. Like there's this part where Sloan, the one that she's torturing, there's like a body double of her somehow. And it follows her, and then, you know, when they finally meet, they do this thing where, like, they tilt their heads and look at each other, like, oh, who are you? And she's like, I'm your worst nightmare kind of thing. But it's like, why was she the only one that had a body double that was following her? Anyway, so the fantasy island operates, or it is, it's got its fantasy elements because of some magic rock that is below the, the in a bunch of caves, and in these caves is where these apparitions are created, where everybody who isn't the main cast, like Michael Pena and the people brought to the island, they're all like black goo. I, I, I don't know. Like they were black goo. Yeah. And so if you killed one of them, they'd like explode into black goo, not blood, and then disappear. And so Sloan's body double, for example, was black goo but i have no idea why she showed up but nobody else did i it just doesn't make any sense and i know I'm <laughs> nitpicking a movie like this is probably the a waste of time but anyway i went into this with really low expectations i was pleasantly surprised i guess by the first 30 minutes where it's just kind of set up and it was at least a little bit interesting the dialogue is obviously terrible but I wanted to kind of see maybe it would surprise me with something. It didn't. So uh, definitely avoid this one at all. If at all possible, like do not watch this. It's not even a good, like so bad. It's good movie. It's just so bad. It's bad. And I think I was just hoping that maybe it would be one of those guilty pleasures that you find enjoyment in, but no, not really. It's, it's just bad. Um, I think at the heart of it, they were trying to relay this message of, like, live your life to the fullest so you don't live with regrets, that kind of thing. And to an extent, like, Maggie Q's character in particular, her fantasy was different from everybody else's in that it, it was like, how do I say this? It had some weight. Like, I was interested to see where hers was going. And then they ditched that wholeheartedly for her trying to save Nick and and then it escalated into what the ending was. But like 
that was what they were going for. It's, you know, supposed to be don't live with regrets so that you would never have to go to a fantasy island. Oh, gosh. I almost forgot about the stupidest part. Actually, I, it's hard to say what the stupidest part is. But Michael Rooker, who you, who many of you will know as Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy and the racist brother to... Um, Oh my gosh, I forgot his name. Crossbow from The Walking Dead. Wow. He was my favorite character on that show. I can't even remember his name. Anyway, Yondu is in this, and he's like a private investigator who's supposed to come to the island and figure out what's going on. And at one point, they find out that the water surrounding that magic stone that powers the island is what triggers the fantasy. So if anybody drinks it, their fantasy will play out. Uh, which again is inconsistent. But anyway, at one point he gets a canteen of water and it's like black water. He's like, you got to get this black water and smuggle it off the island and tell everybody about this place. Like, What is black water going to do? Like it made no sense. So like his character was completely throwaway. Um, <laughs> and it just made me laugh when he's like, yeah, get it off the island and expose this. And everyone's was like, okay, you brought some dirty water. Congratulations. Like, what does this tell us about anything? But that's just more looking way too much into how stupid this movie is. Like if, if there's a contest for a fantasy Island, you'd think this place would be crawling with investigators and, and things like that. But anyway, dumb movie, um, not worth the hour and 40 minutes that I spent watching it. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to catch up on some movies that most people probably didn't see and definitely for good reason on this one. So that's my review of, uh, Fantasy Island, uh, it's it's pretty bad. Like that one, this one hurt, even with low expectations. But anyway, um, yeah, let me let me know if there's a movie you guys want me to talk about. Maybe I'll get Josh to join up on this again. We'll try and get some more for your entertainment this summer, um, and hopefully we get some movies released once movie theaters open back up. I'm hoping for. Tenet. I know Tenet from uh, Christopher Nolan is supposed to be be released in July. Hopefully that stays true. Crossing my fingers for that. And uh, yeah, thanks guys. Have a good one. Stay safe. Peace.